like we cackle. Like, I feel like we snicker, we cackle, mm-hmm. and we guffaw. That's true. The cackling is always about men. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> a little witchy. I'm Sandra Markwitz. And I'm Latana Obadozi. And this is What, what Are We? We? <laughs> <laughs> Today, as 2017 comes to a close, thank the fucking Lord. Praise baby Jesus. We reflect on another year gone to the pages of history. As Kanye says, I feel like I'm too busy writing history to read it. Oh, Kanye. Remember when people thought 2016 was bad and they're like, can't wait for 2017, but the joke was on them and also us. 2017 was honestly not great, but it wasn't all terrible because Richard Spencer got punched in the face. (laughs) (laughs) A truly magical moment. Remember when Rihanna launched a makeup line that shook the world and especially um, some Kardashian, well, Jenners, some Jenners. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when we launched a podcast? Oh my god. (laughs) We did that. So this episode is a look back at some of the better moments of 2017. Plus, we also have some women on the street action um, as we take what are we to the people for some life advice. Shoutouts to our editor and producer (laughs) for thinking of this because she is a beautiful genius and And this was one of the best ideas that's ever happened. Yeah, she, if you stay ready. You don't need to get ready. And she embodies that. (laughs) As Kanye also once said, I got the answers. I understand the culture. I am the nucleus. Sandra, you can't just say Kanye lines (laughs) instead of your own line. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) let's get into it. Let's kiss 2017. Goodbye. So, one of the things that happened to this show is we've learned to not just dwell on the negative, although we are very good at that. Right, like we have to force ourselves to focus on the positives in order to not go entirely crazy and die of exhaustion. Being alive this year was kind of hard. It was, but one of the things that kept me going was that Moonlight won Best Picture at the Oscars because Moonlight invented movies. End of story. Mm -hmm. The end. Honestly, I'm a little bit surprised that you didn't mention Mahershala Ali in that because I do know that he's like your dream man of your whole world and life. And also I know that after that movie came out, there was like a solid month where you just kept sending me pictures of his face <laughs> being like, good morning. And like, I'd wake up like Mahershala like in an underwear campaign. I mean, like, you're literally not incorrect. It was like, hi, good morning. Here's how Mahershala Ali is ruining my life today. Like, how's your morning going? Ooh, another thing that happened this year year that I loved was Lemon by N.E.R.D. and Rihanna where Rihanna raps and yeah. it's so good and like such a bop I don't know some people say that her rapping isn't that impressive but those people are wrong and silly oh my god and Cardi B oh my god you mean Grammy nominated Cardi B <laughs> I love her so much I've been a fan of hers for quite a while now and now she's like mainstream famous and has all these songs and I think, like, two or three Grammy noms, which is the Grammys what? are... What? That's to- so many. Yeah, like, the Grammys are just, like, so arbitrary. But, like, that's super cool, and I'm glad that she's getting all the recognition she deserves. Also, remember when Dua Lipa invented the new rules? Oh, my God. 
They were great roles. Oh my god, remember when Kendall Jenner cured racism with Pepsi? Thanks, Kendall. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was also really proud of myself this year, too. I took steps to take better care of my physical health and my mental health. I'm really proud of that. You're now a huge insta-thought with all your exercising, so I'm impressed. Yes. I started going to therapy, which was dope. Same. Oh, my God. Yeah, we both Therapy twins. (laughs) Yay. I had a huge change in my life, and that was that I'm now a mother. Congrats. Thank you so much. I have the cutest tiny child. His name is Miko, and he is a cat. (laughs) Plot twist. (laughs) Oh, my God, guys. You didn't think I had a baby. That's the scariest thing I've ever heard gross but yeah Miko has been changing me as a person I'm changing him he's now an extremely woke male intersectional feminist yeah he is mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways yeah this year I also saw Hamilton I'm surprised it took you this long to bring it up in conversation <laughs> okay you know I actually brought it up less than 24 hours ago at the thing I was at last night but like that's neither here nor there mm-hmm. what's here is that <laughs> I saw Hamilton this year, which was very much an impulse situation. I was in Chicago, and I'd walked past the theater and then bought a ticket online, and it was very expensive, but no regrets. (laughs) It was so good. Um, Very much worth it. Very fiscally irresponsible of me, but who cares? Just kidding. Don't listen to me. Please have better spending habits. (laughs) But also, Hamilton was great. I'm trying to think of, like, a good pun from a Hamilton song, because you know how I love those as, Mm -hmm. like, responses to things you say, but Mm -hmm. the only song I know is It's Quiet Uptown, (laughs) it's, like, not really on the same tune. I guess another Hamilton thing, my favorite thing, which I think I've told you this before, but whenever the Republicans can't get votes for, like, any of their shit, there's this song in Hamilton where they're just like, you don't have the votes, you don't have the votes, (laughs) just plays in my head on loop and that's how I stay sane oh my god do you know what I love mad feminist yeah hunger guys we saw Roxanne Gay three times this year I love her so much she's literally an icon oh my god her unboxing (laughs) so apart from being a feminist icon and just like a literary icon she is also an influencer icon she has a really good snapchat and the other day she did an unboxing of the new Kim Kardashian fragrance, which was so funny to watch. Cause I, I don't the voice that she had. She was doing. She was like doing a voice. voice. She was like, yeah. "You guys, <laughs> I just got this box in the mail. Oh my god, it comes with crystals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> at the very least, like you should all read her works, but. If you don't do that, at least follow her on Snapchat because she is so funny. You're still technically reading her work. That's she true. writes words on her snaps. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. A multi platform mm-hmm. icon. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of icons, we also saw our podcast icons, Call Your Girlfriend, record a live episode in Philly, which was super, super Such fun. a good time. Yeah, they're great. We cried. Please be our friends. Please be our friends. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs>
we should shout out some very dope people who are in the news this year now. You mean people who weren't us? <laughs> That's true. We are. We shout each other out all the time. True. And it's ourselves. <laughs> I think the first person I want to shout out is Danica Rome, who yeah. was just elected to state legislature in Virginia as the first openly trans woman, I think, in the country as a state legislator. So that is extremely exciting. And she is very badass. I saw an amazing picture of her. I think she's in a heavy metal band, yeah. and there's a picture of her playing guitar. Hey, that's so like, amazing. I need to see that. Oh my god, I'll show it to you after this. It's, Does she have music videos? Oh, I don't know. I haven't looked into that. Oh my god, we should do that. She's incredible, and the other incredible thing about the whole race is that she won against this extremely, like, transphobic homophobic man who refused to use her pronouns in like this is just the best thing that has happened ever uh another shout out i would like to give is to sports you know i love sports so shout out sports (laughs) (laughs) love that shit the best (laughs) want to watch them all the The time ball um lebron james called out the president and called him you bum and so that you know that's my new feminism the most (laughs) iconic tweet i've ever seen in my life (laughs) so that was great congrats lebron um colin kaepernick has continued all of his activism and protest which is super dope and he just got an award um by the aclu right i think so yeah and he was awarded by beyonce which is all of my interests combined um so keep on keeping on colin even though he's currently unemployed by the NFL, which is really shitty. So if any team owners are listening to us right now, just know that we think... We don't stand with you. We stand with Colin. But also give him a job because he's very talented, I hear, from other sports Sports. fans. (laughs) Um, Another shout-out, but kind of a sad one. Barack Obama started wearing less and going out more in 2017. And, like, I am so happy that he and Michelle are flourishing and, like, they only deserve happiness for the rest of their lives, but also, like, come back. We miss you. We miss you so much. (laughs) Drake on the phone, sad. (laughs) We are all Drake. Another thing, we get a black princess. Black princess! Black princess! I'm turning off my critical brain here to celebrate the engagement of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, is it? Sure. George? Doesn't matter. Percy? So congrats to them. Really excited. Black princess could be me, but you know what? Next year, it's not my time yet. You'll get the next one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Tiffany Haddish and Girls Trip. Uh, I just, I'm glad Tiffany Haddish became a thing this year. Like, where has she been our whole lives? Because she is the funniest woman. Oh my God, she has a book out. Oh shit, yeah, she does. Um, Another person... That has recently come to my attention this year is this amazing person on both Twitter and YouTube. Her name is Sailor J, and her name is actually JJ, which Mm -hmm. she said in a YouTube video recently. She is wonderful. She came to our attention because she did a great makeup tutorial about how important it is to get a man and how the man cannot know that you're wearing makeup because then he'll realize that you're not 
born completely flawless with golden eyelids and he will run and then you will never have a man (laughs) and it's honestly like one of the best pieces of media that we've ever seen so would highly recommend her she did another great piece about not doing like native inspired makeup during thanksgiving and she's been doing a bunch of roasts about (laughs) different uh signs different astrological signs i also love her tales from the altar series which as as a woman brought up in the catholic faith (laughs) it's really funny because it's just like her at confessional but like god is roasting her she's roasting him it's it's very dramatic um so we don't want to talk about any negative things that are happening in our nation's capital but we do admit that there has been some drama stuff that's been happening within our government that has been very entertaining and less negative So we're going to present you with the Real Housewives of 1600 Pennsylvania Ave. We present you with James Comey. So basically, if you were living under a rock this year, uh, James Comey, the former director of the FBI, was fired by y'all's president. (laughs) (laughs) um, Had a testimony like a little while after and that was just, I think, one of the most hyped up C-SPAN events I'd ever watched, witnessed, experienced. We were like live texting the whole time. Yeah, we were just like, like oh my God. drag him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and like the statement that he wrote. Amazing. So he's come, his book, I'm so excited for. Yeah. And just like, yeah, his statement, it's like it had, it had drama, it had scene. It was just such a calculated account of everything that had happened leading up to his firing. Um, another spicy character that mm. showed up this year for a total of 10 hot days was Scaramucci, <laughs> who I think showed up to be like the head of the communications, communication, yeah, communications director. It was insane. And it was so short. And my favorite thing was like, I was listening to a podcast where someone had been on vacation the whole time he was no. gone. It was like a political podcast. And they'd been like, I was out of the country and I just, I missed all of Scaramucci time. <laughs> and then the best part was that he missed the birth of his child because he was with Trump. And then he got fired and his wife divorced him. Another thing that I loved is all the tweets I saw. My favorite tweet was, I've had periods longer than Scaramucci has had a job (laughs) or this job. And I was like, wow, that's literally so true. So true. Just like, Scaramucci who? Like, Like whomst? Where? What? (laughs) How? Another fun recurring series we've had on, you know, The Real Housewives of 1600 Penn Ave is Indictment Day. We had Indictment Day 1, Indictment Day 2 with Flynn, it's Mueller time. It's fucking Mueller time, baby. <laughs> he is doing that. <laughs> Get out, leave right now. It's the end of you and me. It's too late. Now. I can't wait for you to be gone. Cause I know about her. And I wonder how I bought all the lies. You said that you would treat me right. But you was just a waste of time. Latana and I present you with a walk down meme-ery lane in 60 seconds. What intonation memes? Howdy, I'm the sheriff of memes. How about a trip to memes? Jealous girlfriend meme, aka trash boyfriend meme. You mess with the crabbo, you get a stabbo <laughs> memes. 
oh no, baby, what is you doing? And conversely, you're doing amazing, sweetie, memes. The ting goes, back on 2017 I think kind of above all I'm just really proud and happy that we do this podcast oh me too we're very funny voice of a generation very iconic feminist sheroes etc etc um although I'm frankly still not sure what are we you know mm-hmm. so we took this question to the people hit the streets and ask some new friends, you know, how they've kind of handled having this conversation with others, romantic interests, etc. And they shared some wisdom, had a lot of really good thoughts. And so hopefully you, the listeners, will also find this very valuable and helpful and feel inspired for 2018. Can you tell us your name? Carl. Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody where you were thinking about having the what are we conversation and you didn't really know how to do it. Is there a good way to have that conversation and and how do you do that? I have. Uh, It's a very timely question, so (laughs) thank you for triggering me. Um, I I had the conversation, uh, I think, with any relationship, be it friends or relationships that are romantic. It's just important to have open and honest communication. Even though it's very difficult, just someone has to be um, the bigger person and just ask the questions so that way there's no blurred lines or confusion down the road. So playing games is not cool? No, no, not at all. Thank you, Carl, you're very wise. Thank you. My name is Therese. I'm the type of person who waits for the other person to like kind of give an inch um, and then I'll be like oh okay we can have this conversation uh, I'm lucky because my partner is actually the he's more direct and he'll bring it up um, I think when we got together about ten or nine years ago he was going abroad at the time and I was still in California and he was like I just want you to know that I'm in this for the long run um, <laughs> and you didn't even have to bring say anything to make the conversation happen? No, I didn't. I mean, it was a kind of a tense time because we were, he was visiting me in California during his fall break and he was doing a semester in Washington, D.C. when we were in college. Um, but he was pretty much on the cusp of going to Beijing for four months. We're going to have like four days together in the fall, uh, but he's going to China for four months for my last semester in college. Um, Yeah, so it was really confusing, (laughs) but he did say, he was the one who brought it up, uh, I'm in this for the long run, like past China, past graduation, because I was graduating um, that following spring, Um, but he was still in college, so it was really easy for us in our relationship. Uh, It's really wonderful to hear a really happy story (laughs) talking to a couple (laughs) jaded women right now. Hey, my name is Carl and I work for Logan Hardware over on 14th Street. 
people only ask when they're not sure what the other person has in mind. But so here's the thing, and so you're asking that because the other person obviously has to make you happy. I was happy before I got into any of my relationships. You only make me happy. I already know who I am and where it's going to be. You don't you don't make me happy. You don't have to tell me which way the relationship is going. I already know what I am and am not going to put up with and where I am. But because we're such a controlling species, that's what we do. I'm in a relationship. I want to make you be who I think you should be, although who you were when we met was fine. But now, as time go on, I need you to be this person. I need you to not wear your natural hair. I need you to wear a weave. I need you to not wear the dark lipstick. I'd like for you to wear the light lipstick. Then we start wanting to, instead of just being all right with where, where people are, and I think that's the problem with being in relationships, at some point we stop being all right with who the person was that we met, and we start wanting to create something else based on what we see outside. Hi, I'm Jaleesa Dove. And I'm Kumoya Robinson. In your experience, like when, at what point do you decide or feel like it's appropriate to have the, you know, like what are we conversation with like your romantic partner? Like, do you bring it up? Is that something that you kind of avoid? <laughs> That's awesome. Cause like, we honestly like just kind of start like kicking it and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't have to. It's not awkward. It's not awkward at all. That's bad. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Um, I don't know. Like, honestly, everything's been going like really good. Like, as far as like going with the flow type of situation. Like, and it's funny because like the other day you were when we were on Facetime, you were like, "Yeah, if this goes the way that I wanted to go," and I was like, "Well, I wonder how she wants it to go." Like. Is it gonna well, go you know, yeah. everybody, everybody hopes for the best. I yeah. mean, but so far it's been amazing. I'm not the type of person to be super concerned with labels. However, yeah. I'm really more concerned with how you treat me, and really more concerned with like the bond that's formed. So I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, force her and be like, hey, so you know. What is this? What is it? Yeah. <laughs> We're humans. That's what we are. Yes, <laughs> no, but all, but um, all together, like I'm not. I, I'm yeah. I feel, yeah, and I feel like if you're in a relationship, whether it's um romantic or just like you know friends or whatever, like once you build like a strong foundation, you don't really have to ask what are we because you. It's kind of like you know. Looks like a duck. Cracks like a duck. It's a duck. That's, that's what it is. But like, who is it? Little Wayne? Whatever is understood. It doesn't have to be explained. Like, yeah, you just know already. Like, when you see us together, like, you know it's us. So. And now, for the sought-after straight male opinion, we present you with Leonard Draghams. <laughs> um, no, I'm an honesty policy. That's kind of how I view it. So, like, open communication in terms of uh, where your status is. So, I will go as far as telling women that I have romantic relationships that this is probably a one-time thing, or maybe this could be a couple-time thing. And people will usually be upset with that in the short run, but I don't. Usually, in the long term, everyone's like, "Hey, that was kind of really honest of you." And maybe that wasn't what I wanted to hear. 
but then we end up being okay later. So that's my take on all of that. You ever had it go real bad? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I would say just like very general upset, anger, uh, yelling, screaming. Um, yeah, okay. when expectations aren't the same. But it's better to have that confronted in that moment than for that to be dragged out, I think. Oh, yeah, so right. you would never ghost on somebody? Absolutely not. I think that's like the worst thing ever. But that's me. I have friends that I have a friend that only ghosts people like all the time. And I think that's terrible. But uh, no, I'm not a ghost guy. First of all, you know, we did say that he could give us any name that he wanted. It could be a fake name. Leonard is definitely a fake name. It's definitely a fake name. I feel like he probably knew that we we're going to drag him here on What Are We the Podcast. My favorite part was when he said, um, this is a one-time thing or a couple-time thing. <laughs> You're not thinking romantic relationship, buddy. You're thinking of one-night hookup. Mm-hmm. Those are different. Yeah. And then when he was talking about, oh, like, how is the What Are We conversation gone, he was, like, basically saying, oh, like, there was yelling and screaming. I'm just like, no. I just, uh, I just think like- you probably led this person on and she had expectations that were probably akin to the vibes you were giving off and you are a fuckboy and was like, mm, actually just kidding. And she rightfully got upset. I know, I think Leonard is like driving this narrative of like women are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, when I tell a woman that like we're not gonna like get married, she like breaks down crying. And I'm like, there is like literally no way that all of your experiences have like ended with like women like so upset and distraught like you're not that great i'm looking at you right now drag him. <laughs> <laughs> and then also when he was like i don't ghost i've never ghosted i have friends that ghost i'm like are you speaking for yourself here because like let's look at your phone you know like how many like, women are you ghosting as we speak <laughs> i'm like you aren't ghosting and yet your eyes tell me otherwise. <laughs> like, again, we are looking at you. The eyes are the windows to the soul, mm-hmm. and we see a ghost in The your soul, soul says there are four women who I haven't responded to in the past month. Mm-hmm. Leonard is every straight man on Tinder. Agreed. It was the beard. His friend, too. I feel like there was a lot that was left unsaid in our interview. I just love that we were like, would one of you like to like do this interview? It's like we're talking about what are we and he was like, oh, that's a Leonard thing. <laughs> like, Leonard I can't answer that. <laughs> I was like, Leonard has a reputation amongst his friends. Basically, don't be like Leonard, people. Don't be like Leonard, please. <laughs> Talk about your feelings like the other people that we interviewed who are so lovely. So that's all we have for you lovies today. This year. Also, if you like what you heard... Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Jeff Bezos' Amazon Prime Whole Foods Washington Post. Follow us on Twitter at WhatAreWePod and like all our memes. Follow us in real life and we'll hold our keys in one hand and our pepper spray in the other. And before we go, we just wanted to remember to thank Tori. Yeah, thanks Tori. You're thanks, amazing. Tori. We love you. She's our producer. <laughs> <laughs> we also wanted to thank... 
Carl. Other Carl. Charisse. Delisa. Kamoya. Ugh, and Leonard, I guess. Love you. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>